Hello, guys and girls, and welcome to episode 67 of the F Reality Podcast. This is a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show that is live streamed every Saturday on YouTube, Facebook, and on Twitch. You can tune into the show live at 7 p.m. in Europe, 6 p.m. in the UK, and 12 midday in Central US. You can also check out the audio version, which is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and on Anchor. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and leave us a review on iTunes because that would really help us out. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback during the show, please put them in the chat. We'll try to answer as many questions as we can. Hello to all of you that have joined us live in the chat. Hello to you. Make sure you keep the conversation going and we'll try and pick out some questions and some nice uh, bits of uh, comments that you've put in the chat there and we'll sort of read them out during the show. If you're new to the show, let me introduce you to the team. First up, if you ever end up in prison, you'll definitely want this guy as your celly because he can roll cigarettes, make hooch, and also handwritten erotic stories. <laughs> it's Rowdy Guy. How you doing, man? You all right? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Do you, do you, does anyone want an erotic short story? I'll take two. <laughs> take yes, two. please. Yes. Check your inboxes tonight. <laughs> <laughs> There should be like a Patreon. We should start a Patreon. That'll be like a, a Patreon tier. You know, you get a handwritten erotic story from Rowdy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but how yeah, you doing, man? You all right? I'm all right, man. I, I, had, a, I had a rough week a little bit, but, uh, you know, like uh, things uh, go ahead. And, uh, you know, it's almost Christmas, so jolly times are ahead. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward yeah. to spending some time with the family as well. Yeah. Virtual hugs sent to Rowdy yeah. in the chat, please. Today. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, next up, this guy's been warping all over the galaxy this week on a dangerous mission to save the planet. But did he succeed? Well, that is the question I'm sure we're going to find out soon enough. It is, of course, ZimTalk5. How you doing, man? You all right? I'm fantastic. Yeah, I love the holiday season. It's great. I get to, you know, usher kids from stepping on my lawn with a paintball gun. It's fantastic. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't actually do that. I always <laughs> dreamed. I always dreamed, Mike. I always dreamed. But uh, no, it was great. And I, yes. I got there. More on that yeah. later. I really look forward to hearing about that story. Uh, next up, this guy's been 360 no-scoping psychos, hoarding guns, and exploring the wastelands of Pandora. It is, of course, Nathy. How are you doing, man? I'm still I'm still alive. After, <laughs> I survived. Yeah, after exploring the, the open world of Bardlands that, you know, is full of traps, psychos, Clap weird traps. people and clap traps, fab traps, everything. Actually, <laughs> you know, when I went what? into wait, 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 traps, wait. Can, can you please explain what yeah, I will? I will. I just no. Well, I will. I will. So when I went into clap traps layer at the start of the game, I found a bad with posters above it of like a female clap trap wearing a bikini, and there were uh, um, oil stains on the bad. Wow. Oh, so so Claptrap and Fabtrap are actually the same thing. Yeah. Well, it's his like, nick, nickname. In yeah. Some, yeah, that, that's it. So Claptrap, well, Fabtrap. Yeah. Thank you for exploring the wastelands and delivering these fresh Easter eggs for us. I really appreciate I it. Yeah. <laughs> so last, but by no means least, myself, the host of the show, Mike from Virtual Reality Oasis. We've got a jam-packed show for you this week. We're going to be talking about the re review from IGN of Borderlands 2 VR. Is this another, another example of mainstream media 
media being overly harsh towards VR? Well, you can let us know what you think in the comments below. We're also going to be telling you about a new Beat Saber track that you've got uh, to look forward to, some new VR game releases to keep an eye on next week, the new Odin VR headset. We're going to be giving you all the details on this upcoming headset from a Russian company called Deus. And then finally, the neural Neurable emotion analysis. We talk about tech that's being combined with VR and eye tracking that allows you to control VR experiences with your mind alone. So mind blown. It's going to be a crazy show for you all. So I hope you guys and girls enjoy this one. But of course, let's start off the show with finding out what everyone's been up to in VR this week and their highlight of the week. And first, of course, let's kick it over to Rowdy Guy first. Yeah, I think we all know what I'm going to say, right? Is the return of the prison boss. Like so many people have been saying that, like uh, just because I played the game. But uh, yeah, indeed, like I dove back into prison boss, uh, tried it out on the PlayStation VR. Um, I did immediately have a problem with it because I don't, I'm not used to like the, the turning on the PlayStation. So like, because it's only forward facing, you need to press a button to, to turn left or turn right. So I, mm. I did that uh, not in a particularly good manner because i kept on losing tracking because i you know especially because you're getting anxious you know oh, the, the cop is coming you want right. to put the stuff away you turn around real quick it's like, and then your controller starts like floating off i was like no 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 come back here come back here turn 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 i got caught a couple of times that never happened uh while i was playing on the vive but uh it was still good fun you know i still had a had a fun time playing around with that uh, with that title prison Boss. so is is it um move support only or can you use the ds controller as well um i think it's only move controller supported it, it would right. make sense because there's so many like actions that you need to do like you know the rolling of the cigarettes and uh, of course, so of course I, yeah. I, I i mean i haven't tried it with the with the ds controller but um I would assume that it would get kind of hard. I'm now imagining Astrobot rolling things for you. You know, <laughs> like jumps out of the controller. Don't worry, boss. I got this. Yeah, there that, you that go. Fresh really things. Cool. Oh, people are saying in the chat that it has DS support, though. I don't know oh, how, cool. that, how that would oh. work. Maybe it's with the, with the touchpad up the front that you can. Uh, yeah. like, That's great news for Rowdy. More That's content. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and tried yeah. it out as yeah. well. Now I'm playing it with the Shock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but do you think is it different in terms of content or is it exactly the same game as before they did something i mean they they made me a little bit curious about what is at the end because it's like a something that i haven't seen yet before it's like a a golden prison or something so Mm. you need to of course unlock like all of the prisons before you get to that one so I'm, i'm a little bit curious you know maybe i should check it out maybe i shouldn't but it's like so much work to get there so I think uh, we all know are the enjoying answer. the videos, but uh, so maybe I'll maybe I will. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't made you an in-game character based on like how well your original <laughs> like, series did. Like, like one of the one of the cops. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. One of the prisoners. Yeah. I want yeah, him to yeah. be one of the pinups on the wall. You know, like kind of <laughs> yeah. uh, prison style. Yeah. <laughs> Behind there, there's an escape yeah, hole. Yeah. An action pinup girl. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Everyone, everyone in the prison can have their own fat trap of, of rowdy on the wall. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Who doesn't want that? Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, uh, let's find out what uh, Zim has been up to then. I'm really curious about your story this week uh, because, well, I'll let you tell the story. Go for it, dude. Excellent. Tell my story. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it, it kind of... It, so we're, ta- we're going to talk about From Other Sons, which if you don't know about From Other Sons, it's a game that is an amazing almost clone of FTL, which is the 2D game and really properly 2D flattest game you can probably get, uh, which is about space exploration. You get a crew and 
it's kind of like Oregon Trail in that pretty much everybody's going to die at some stage. Thankfully, there's no space dysentery. I don't even want to think about that for a moment. But um, I, I started off my journey and, I, you know, December for me, uh, I just decided it kind of clicked in my head. I was like, I'm going to beat some games. I'm going to fucking do some tidy up work. I guess, Mike, your Red Matter bit kind of ticked in my brain. And it was like, you know what? I've got some stuff yeah. I need to finish. There's some games I know I'm <laughs> probably never going to finish. Uh, like Subnautica and Kronos. I think both of those games are probably in the, I probably won't be able to. Subnautica because of bugs and Kronos because it's just too bloody hard on hardcore. By the um, way, I find it really cool that you're starting this story with, my journey started, you know, back in December when I was like, <laughs> like, oh man, like bring out the candles and the, you know, the hot drinks and like, we're going to get a little, nice little story I, here. <laughs> the, the, the reason there's so much padding at the start of the story, Rowdy, is because there's no fucking way I'm giving away uh the things i saw or anyway i'll, I'll just summarize pretty briefly here because it won't take too long um but with you while you're while you're drinking your mulled wine or whatever it is as you're listening to this podcast um so so from other sons is a game about space exploration you basically have a map in front of you and you're hopping with your ship and as you're as you're hopping across the galaxy you're trying number one not to get caught by the aliens who are chasing you on the way to earth you're trying to get to earth to basically save it and all the meanwhile, the news reports are that this thing that's chasing you is, you know, worse than the Terminator. So, and it is, uh, you know, that's, and that's not giving any spoilers. So uh, as you're jumping, you upgrade your ship, you know, crew can die off or you can get extra crew by doing different missions. And there's a lot of surprise in the game. Um, so I played it a bunch before, but this time I was like, I'm just going to go back and I'm just going to try and play it because I'd never really gotten to the point where. And I'm not going to talk about the end loop of the game because I'll give some things away if I do. But what I what I do want to say is it, it definitely rewards you for getting there. There was a point where, and you can get hull breaches in your ships, which literally, if you know, was behind me, there'd be a tear through the Skyrim poster and, you know, space would be sucking out. In every single room of my ship, I had two holes at one point. Wow. That is how extreme it got. My, my hull got down to 2% health. Um, and we were up against like a Mach 3 pirate ship or something else that was blasting holes in us. We almost died so many times. Uh, it really, really was close. Um, when we when we finally did complete the game, only thing I will say is, Mike, the things that you've seen in the game, there are worse things. Um, wow. And there are bigger things and there are slimier things. And it, the, the game has a lot to offer, I would say. And there's still even more. If I went back and played it through a few times, uh, now that I've gotten a new ship, I upgraded my ship and you do unlock a ship that's kind of like the, uh, it's like a small version of, of Elite Dangerous's Anaconda. It's like a, you know, real broad front to it. Um, so you've got that new ship, but you've got more people. But the real, the real cool thing about getting to the end, and the thing that I would say is, I would have never gotten there was it not for the players I played with online. You know, people were just randomly jumping in every time. It took me three nights for me to beat the game, three nights of like two, three hour streams um, to finally get there in the end. But it was because so, I had people who were like seasoned and helped give me mm -hmm. like little tips about what to go for, what not to go for. And it's really good. Mm -hmm. it so really, if you really would good. have died at that point that you were at 2% hole, yeah. uh, would you have to start all the way over? Oh yeah. 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 It's totally yeah. rogue. Like, like you die, you re I've restarted that game so many times. It almost feels like Subnautica. I played Subnautica through about eight times at this stage, but really worth it. But like you say, and you, you do unlock stuff as you, you play through. So yeah. some, some stuff does unlock, which you carry over to the next game. Right. Well, and one of the things I was going to say is I played with a dude who was from like Tennessee or something. He was talking about shooting squirrels with a buddy on the phone while we were playing. It was crazy. And, and um, 
one of the things is after we beat the kind of the final end part um, of the game, which again, I'm not going to give you any details. You got to go play this game. Um, he, like, I, I, I didn't, I, I, I didn't expect that at the, at the very tail end like that, you would, you would have this cycle of, uh, uh, you know, his surprise was, you said, how do you in this starting ship, the skimmer actually have beaten the game? I've never seen anyone do that. And that was a really interesting thing because how do you get past that? You you must have to beat it with the skimmer, which is your first kind of starting dinky ship. Um, but you, the next ship that you get has better guns, more crew, all that kind of stuff. So the game actually yeah. gets harder. And at the same time, you're getting a better ship and better equipment. But the game actually gets tougher the deeper you get into it, which is really interesting to me. So will I be playing through again? Yes. And how long in terms of hours did it take you you to complete this game? Like I know a guy, who, uh, the other thing I would say is um, it ramps. So it's going to depend on how many people you play with. You play on your, on your own. Uh, it, it might actually be shorter. I played with uh, an average of maybe two and a half people, usually three, uh, sometimes two. And it took me in total probably 30 to 35 hours in total to beat it. And that's, But in terms of your final run, how long did it take? Uh, uh, eight hours. Oh, wow. Eight hours. Wow, that's 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 pretty decent. That's really long. Yeah. I was expecting you to say you just started a new game and you completed it with these guys in like a few hours or something. No, no, no. no. So I, that was like I had like four different crews, uh, and right. you have your save game. So the save game follows me. I'd start up a new right. game, and then new people would jump in. I had some real weird yeah. people. Uh, I love meeting weird people online, but uh, anyway, I've taken up too much airtime already. But thanks, no, Mike. It was awesome. it was a fantastic yeah. run. You have to play it. Um, the only thing that I would yeah. recommend, I know some people differ in this opinion, but out of all the Revive titles that I've played, I really think that From Other Suns should be played on Rift. If you really have to play it on Vive because you're a Vive-only player, okay. But it definitely doesn't get my stamp of comfort because with those trackpads, it just doesn't translate very well. So right. that's, the, that's yeah, actually the only sticks. game on Revive I'd say maybe don't try. Or you have to get play. those weird 3D printed... Uh, oh, God. Yeah. Those, the thumb, the, like the thumbsticks that stick up over the, the trackpad? Yeah. yeah. You can try it. Well, now that you've got this amazing ship, maybe this is the time for me to jump in and I can take advantage of your upgrades. And, and maybe... <laughs> the only thing I could say, Mike, is amazing ship also goes with... I got lost for 10 minutes on the ship trying to find the med bay. It literally took me 10 minutes on this ship to find the med bay because it's multi-tier and yeah. stuff. And... and um, yeah, I was disappointed when there was no Beverly Crusher in the med bay, but anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll survive. I'll survive. Well, that, that sounds awesome. That sounds really cool. I'd also love to know in the chat what games uh, people have been yeah. playing this weekend. Yeah, we do Anyone have a few, any suggestions. Yeah, okay. so uh, let's see. We have Vataoku uh, uh, played. Uh, let me see. What did he say? Like the chat is going so fast. We have a lot of people, you know. Uh, Hello, everyone. Yeah. Um, so, um, oh, there he is. He only played Fair, uh, Firepoint this week. And then oh, also nice. pancake stuff. Don't don't tell uh, PD by the way. <laughs> um, Battlefield Five, Just Cause Four, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Destiny Two. Mm. And then uh, Project James Five is also in the chat. That's a hey, celebrity uh, right there. Uh, he yeah. played the new Hearthstone expansion, and we do have some VR two here. Uh, uh, Eric played uh, um, Apollo Eleven HD. Oh yeah, uh, nice. That's nice. the new uh, you know the new one. The new new HD version, basically, basically new textures and things like that, right? It's an yeah. upscaling yeah. of, but it's the same. Yeah. yeah, true. And then last but not least, we have Tyrell. Uh, he's also in the chat. We have a lot of famous people today. Very famous. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sam and Dan Floaty Flatmates. This is like a, a co-op title. Yes. Fresh, and uh, the Talos Principle, who just uh, nice. launched on uh, you know on uh, Oculus Home as far yeah. as exactly. 
Yeah. That co-op game does look like a lot of fun. It does. Um, it's strictly yeah, co-op. co-op. It's, it looked like it was strictly co-op. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's relatively short from what I understand. Um, I yeah, well. you can play with two right. players. So yeah. for Rowdy, you need friends to play this game. Yeah, uh, <laughs> nah, nah. Rowdy passes. Hard pass <laughs> for no, Rowdy. With, with, with friends is okay. With friends is okay. As long as it's not those weird guys that were in ZimShip. Oh, Zim, then you also can play it. <laughs> I, had ama- I had an amazing dude. He was French and he was like, he knew his English was terribly broken, but he was still making all the effort to communicate. And he was really paced. He must've been like 30, 40 or something. You know, when you're like, you know, like young, yeah. younger guys aren't as patient. Like he was super patient. And it was just like, don't worry, man. Don't worry. <laughs> it's like, and you can barely speak. It was awesome. I love that guy. I, I love those random encounters with, with people and you make little, these kind of strange friendships. And it's something you'll always remember, you know, you, you completed it together with them, you know, that's so cool. Um, but yeah, in terms of games that I uh, played this week, uh, the one I really want to talk about is The Climb. Um, it's a game that you know I've been meaning to go back to for a long time now. And uh, the game's actually two years old now. Can you believe it? Over two years old. Sure. It came out in April 2016. It makes me feel like a, an old veteran, like swinging the lamp, you know, like ah, back in the days, you know, this was an amazing game. Uh, but it is an amazing game. And it's made by um, Crytek, if you weren't aware, the same team that brought you the amazing Crisis series. Um, and the only other VR title they've ever made uh, was Robinson the Journey, uh, which actually released in November 2016, so later on that year. And they haven't been back to VR since then. So please, Crytek, if well, you're listening, I mean, you know, come they back. They did make uh, the Dinosaur Island titles, no? Wasn't that them as well? Back uh, to Robinson the Journey. No, uh, I mean, he means back to, wasn't back that to Dinosaur Island Part 1 and 2. Which oh, was yeah, like a free, yeah, uh, was it was really like an NVIDIA or GeForce promo yeah. thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was made by them, I think. But it was back yeah, in well. I think it was 2016, 2017, maybe. Yeah. Right. It was right. like concept demos of uh, uh, Robinson the Journey Robinson. before it was yeah. called Robinson oh. the Journey. Right, I see, I see, I see. But the thing is, like, with The Climb, I don't know if you've ever played it before, like, people in the chat as well, like, it still stands as one of the most impressive-looking VR titles to date. You know, it's got this amazing engine that they've used, uh, the scenery across these canyons and the Alps and this kind of um, Maldives kind of uh, environment. It's stunning, and it's got so much detail in it as well. You've got little bugs crawling around, birds flying around your head. Um, and the gameplay just works so well in VR. You know, you're, you're climbing these mountains. And um, for those that don't know, it's got this really interesting mechanic in terms of your grip and your stamina with your hands. So you have to use the trigger buttons on the touch controllers, uh, and you kind of have to half press them to get the right amount of grip to hold onto the holds and the ledges when you climb. Because if you push it all the way when you're panicking, like if you look down, for example, and you're like, oh, crap, and you start panicking, well, the, pre- the harder you press on your triggers, the more stamina you yeah. use for your grip, which then loosens your grip very quickly. So it means you could fall. And then it's got this added mechanic of chalking up your hands, which uh, increases the stamina of your hands when you're holding on. And the, the funny thing is, like when you're using this chalk mechanic, you have to kind of shake your, your controller like this. So if you're playing this game, then make sure you've got the screen turned on in the background so people know that you're chalking up your hands and not uh, doing something else in game. Because <laughs> it, it does, a lot of people watch my video and, and mentioned that in the chat, which I thought was hilarious. And I never even considered it when I was playing it. So it's kind of funny. Um, I have that with a lot yeah. of VR games, to be honest. Because if I sometimes yeah. if I because what I sometimes do in a video is like I just put myself on the big screen. Like it looks hilarious no matter what game you're playing. But often it's yeah. like with a lot of you know sexual innuendo. Like it's yeah. Weird. Although the, the the best the best example of that I saw was Josh Dub when he was riding his virtual horse <laughs> with a green, green suit on. Suits. 
And then he just went to green screen and it was just so funny. So <laughs> shout out to Josh Dub for that awesome oh. clip. Um, but yeah, in terms of the climb, I'd forgotten how amazing some of these climbs were. And the one I played in the Alps took you up a mountain and then across, uh, you know, uh, onto a cable car, which you had to jump to. Ah. And then the cable car started moving as well. And it was yeah. just incredible. And, new, and like the new, like the new expansions they released, uh, later are like yeah. way more dangerous. There is so much going on. You need to time more. Like the first mm. few levels you play are more like a warm up round. You can just, you know, climb a safe mountain. But then later on, you have you know, all kinds of things moving and there are like all kinds of dangers happening in, in front of you that you need to deal with yeah. while you are climbing. They, what Nathan's talking yeah. about, for instance, is where there's a crashed plane with the propeller hanging out and you have to oh, jump yeah. onto the propeller blade. And as it's turning, time a jump to another propeller blade or something else that's far away. It's nuts. Yes. It's really, wow, it's a really tight game. Level yet. You really have that to sounds awesome. get to the later levels. The ice and the ice yeah, level, the and almost like the volcano go, go for one. The ice one. The ice one is so funny. It's so hard, but it's you can play funny. against your friends as well. So I challenge you, Mike. Do better. Yeah, and Time and on. and uh, like people are saying, Twitch as well. The climb will also be on Quest. So yeah, yeah exactly. So you can actually jump in real life. <laughs> yes, <laughs> instead yes. of just you know. And that's the thing. That's kind of like another reason why I wanted to go back to it because I wanted to kind of show it off again because it'd been a while since you know a lot of people had played it. And I kind of wanted to highlight the fact that it's coming to Quest because we found that information out whilst we were at OC Five this year. But I'm super intrigued how they're going to port this game with all this graphical fidelity over to a standalone headset. It's going to be they're super interesting to, to see how they do that. Maybe they don't. <laughs> yeah. No. I think. I don't so. know. No, oh yeah, for sure. They yeah, have no to down, down scale it somewhere. No, no moving propellers anymore. You know, you gotta, yeah. you gotta uh, somewhere <laughs> delete something. <laughs> They're just yeah. deleting things. Like, okay, let's just delete this because it's too much. Yeah, you don't get the people on the wingsuits no. jumping off the mountains past no. your head anymore. No, no, no trees, yeah. just just a mountain. That's all. No, uh... <laughs> just all brown, all brown, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just rocks. Um, but yeah, so that is the climb. You know, if you haven't checked it out on uh, on Rift yet, then uh, definitely worth checking out. And uh, of course, like you said, it will be coming to the Quest uh, sometime next year. So um, let's talk about what Nate's played uh, and kind of roll it into the first segment of our quick news as well. Because um, you've been exploring the wastelands of Pandora, like I said at the beginning, right? Yes, I have played Borderlands 2 VR for science. It was a very well interesting uh, <laughs> experience, yeah. And uh, um, I, I played Borderlands before, so, uh, but it was a while ago for sure, because I, I didn't even like recognize most of the stuff. I was like, did I ever play this? I can't really remember anymore. Um, but um, yeah, I played it with, um, with the, the move controllers. Uh, you can also play it with a gamepad. Uh, uh, so there are many ways you can, you know, uh, explore this, uh, this game. You can't play with an aim controller. I do see a lot of people <laughs> talk about that. Um, but if they did want to add a aim controller to Borderlands 2 VR, they had to, you know, redesign a lot to make that happen. So they kind of went for the, you know, the, the, the fast track here. But uh, overall, it's solid. It works really well. Uh, it's, it's fun. It's an open world title. So, I mean, you can go wherever you want and you meet so many characters. They have um, a new voice line added to the game, like all kinds of uh, inside uh, VR jokes. And um, I mean, yeah, they, they really try to add something extra to, to this title when you play it in VR. You have this, you know, this uh, BAMF time where it's a slow motion. Mm-hmm. That's something you can only use on, on the VR version. That's not on the, on the pancake uh, uh, game. And also, um, 
you know the the way you can um snipe is is different too like when you were using a sniper rifle in the pancake version you you know look through the scope and, and and in the vr version they have a you know kind of like interface popping up um but um honestly like let's say if you are a psvr expert you know a veteran someone who's playing every day it's it's easy to get into but let's say you are new to vr and you just bought let's say this playstation vr bundle with beat saber and borderlands and you decide to go in there whew, uh, it's quite overwhelming how the controls work because you need to know you have two move controllers and every move controller has like you know a bunch of buttons on there and every button does something else so you know you need to know how to throw a grenade you need to know the button combinations to you know activate your bamf time you need to uh, rotate yourself towards of course the camera because it is a front-facing uh experience after all and and that's something i did notice that and it's the same with skyrim like any game day part there are so many buttons that you use in these shooters that <laughs> you need to find a way to all you know stuff them into those controllers um mm. so even after getting the tutorial uh, uh you know i was still kind of like trying to uh get into it you know i was even yeah. struggling and i'm someone who's playing a lot of vr um it's the uh, same thing with skyrim like yeah the first no, time I, tried, I really had to like learn like yeah. the the control scheme just so like you know be able to play it, which i find always a little bit you know when you make a vr title like the key is immersion you know you want immersion but <laughs> If you need to memorize button controls, then yeah. for me that always like yeah, it requires some patience. Experience, yeah. It's yeah, the it, same. One question: Can you interact with objects, or is it the no, same no, as it was? No. It's a, it's a, it's an arcadey arcadey VR part. So you mm-hmm. can you know you can aim with your 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 uh, moves. You can shoot. You know mm-hmm. you can also uh, 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 do melee attacks, um, but there is no way you can you know. Uh, open up. a open a treasure chest by yourself, pressing buttons, things mm. like that. It's all like you know, laser pointer stuff, like you did yeah. in Fallout, and in so mm. yeah. Right. What's the, what's the locomotion I, method? I'm I'm curious. Is it similar yeah, to Skyrim uh, where you hold down a button and it moves you forward? Yes, you hold another yes, button to go same. back. It's yeah, it's the same thing. It's like holding that. Uh, what is it? This this button right here. This yeah. one. The mega uh, one. And uh, I don't know. You, what it is. you can you can also teleport if you want. You can also use a combination of teleporting and walking at the same time. And, uh, is it blink teleport or is it dash? Um, I think you can use both. Okay. They have a lot of settings, like loads of settings. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think this is one of the only games I've played so far that has way more settings than any other VR game. You know, also in terms of comfort options, where you know you have that view around you that kind of blacks out when you yeah. start walking. There are so yeah. many versions of that too. Yeah, mm. um, it's just that, and this is something I noticed yesterday, is that the names they uh, put on, on all the, you know, uh, uh, options are a little odd because we have mm. a certain standard in VR of how you call, you know, uh, smooth smooth locomotion mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And they they have different ways yeah, of yeah. naming things. And, and that's yeah. kind of confusing. If you play a lot, a lot of VR, then you need to just turn them on and check check them out and see what they do before you start to understand. Uh, is it that they're for f- made like they're renamed for fun, or is it just that they just decided no. arbitrarily no. to pick different names? No, I. Uh, it's just because they are new to VR. You know, they never uh, ma- made uh-huh. a VR part before, so I think that uh, that they didn't really look at other games and named them the same way. But it is important, I would say, because then you know what you're getting into. Because, for example, I turned on smooth 
smooth turn, okay? So usually smooth turn is like this, right? Like Continuous motion. Uh, but yeah. in this case, it's still a snap turn. So for them, smooth turning is gradual. <laughs> so gradual is smooth turning. But I didn't knew that. I was like, well, smooth turning, that should do the tricks. I was like, well, this mm. is weird. Um, yeah. But um, you know, I'm I'm very happy it it uh, um, you know came to PlayStation VR. Uh, it's 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 really fun to play. You can also drive cars. You know that's something that you can only mm-hmm. do uh, in first person on the on the uh, VR uh, version. Mm. Uh, it's it's still you know it's not like you're doing this with your hands. It's just pressing those buttons and trying to drive. And there are also a lot of buttons that you need to use while driving because you you know it's 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 a lot to you know take in. Uh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, but there are a few things that I thought were problematic. W- one of them is something we can't solve. And hopefully, you know, the next gen PlayStation VR will, you know, uh, get get that sorted out. You constantly need to face forward. And the Pancake version of Borderlands is a, you know, a 360 title. Mm. Uh, and, and the enemies are also you know, attacking you in that way. So they're behind you, they're in front of you. There's something going on everywhere. And if you are in in this battle, then you forget about the fact you're playing with a PlayStation VR. You forget about the limitations it has. So sometimes you're like, oh, I need to turn around again because your hands are floating away. Um, and, and, and that's something you, you know, need to learn I, that's I something only, that... if you are new to vr then you need to mm. learn that if you are someone who plays on playstation vr all the time then you know what to do but it's still mm-hmm. like you know it's a 360 mm-hmm. game so i think that's also part to blame because you know we're so used to having 360 vr because we play with the rift we play with the vive well if you if you i know that for example psvr frank he doesn't have any problems with that no, like no it's just, like uh, he's automatically like responding to the exactly nose exactly. yeah um, but as i said you know if you are someone who just uh, gets a, uh, a PSVR headset, then you need to deal mm. with, you know, all those button combos, but also mm. with the fact you need to face the camera. And it's not like you need to completely face it. You can still turn around. I mean, you know that the angles of the PSVR are not bad at all. It's mm. just that if you are like in that end, like in some kind of like mini buzz and you're like, oh, I'm doing so well, then after a while you're like so excited that you're like, oh, I get this. And then you're like, oh, I need to turn around as well. Um, and another thing that I thought they uh, should fix is the fact that you have a HUD, but it's really hard to see. So the map is almost uh, uh, disappearing out of your field of view, and it's you can't even you know see it properly because it's not in the sweet spot. And that's the same with the ammunition; it's like all the way down, almost at at, at a part where it's like disappearing out of the screen. So. Uh, the HUD was kind of odd. Also, when you you know wanted to buy a gun on the vending machine, then if you played Barlands, you know that they use a lot of these holograms, right, mm-hmm. that pop out of the machine. Well, if you were too close to the machine, the the hologram was just inside the machine, so you had to or uh, go back a little bit physically, or walk back and then start to use the machine again. So there are some things clipping through, you know, the uh, the objects. But again, uh, it was just so much fun to go back to Borderlands and, you know, uh, going on a trip with, with Claptrap is great. Uh, it's, it's, it's really nice. Um, I just and hope they well, will. 
Yeah, I was just going to say, in terms of like, uh, you know, value for money, you know, you're going to be playing this game a bit like Skyrim. You know, it's one of those yeah. games you buy and you, you just play for hours yeah. and hours and hours. How and many I hours get what you mean you about the controls. By now, Mike, how many hours do you have? I've, I've got like half, half an hour or an hour. I was like, <laughs> yeah, fuck this. It's not my bag. Um, but Borderlands is my bag. I, w- I would say I'm more interested in Borderlands and I've got a key yeah. for it on the PSVR, so I am going to check it out. But uh, I think, you know, for those that are interested in Borderlands, you know, they're going to invest the time to, like you say, learn all these controls and master them. And I think it'll become second nature once you kind of get into the game yeah. uh, a fair amount. But yeah, it's a good point to raise for, for VR newcomers for sure. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, Borderlands 2 was kind of put into the spotlight, uh, particularly over the last couple of days. It only released yesterday, yeah. but there was a lot of controversy because it kind of got slammed by by IGN in in their review and uh, it got a lot of backlash obviously which I think is warranted from the PSVR community um, because a lot of people like yourself they played it they live streamed it and um, you know although it did like you say had had some minor flaws you know overall it's a it's a Borderlands 2 experience in VR which is you know exactly what VR really needs right now these kind of like fully fledged big open world yeah, experiences yeah, totally. and um yeah, so it, on IGN, they, they had this review, and just to sort of uh, quote some of it, they described the game as uh, an awkward, unwieldy, often defective-seeming port, which reimagines the nimble action classic as a sluggish and clumsy slog for the PSVR. And they gave it a 3 out of 10, which I think was really <laughs> wow. overly harsh. It's pretty um, damning, to be honest. For yeah, IGN, they yeah. don't usually dip that low unless it's bad. Three, They're saying, yeah. Yeah, stay out, you know? I mean, I mean exactly. overall... I mean, in a way, I can understand that if 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 it's your first time in virtual reality, and you know you don't know the button schemes, and you know you you have those kind of controllers that you're not used to, you need to constantly be forward facing. I can imagine that it can be it can feel like that though, mm. in a way. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, let's be honest. Like overall, the the ratings weren't that high. I mean, up, upload and also road to VR, they weren't really rating it that high because it does have some 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 flaws, but they weren't, in my opinion, game breaking. Um, mm. It's just you know there there is some work uh, to be done. But I mean, it's Gearbox. They just started their first VR part, and I'm sure, like based on the past, like Barlands is also still getting updated on the the pancake versions. I mean, Gearbox is. I'm sure they they will uh, use the feedback to improve. Yeah. Um, but with IGN, yeah, I mean, a three out of ten. That's super yeah. duper low. And the thing is, like, I read some some of I read the whole article, and they made some valid points. You know, the the the, the fact that co op is missing. You know, we've we've yeah. highlighted that oh, on the show that's... before, and I think that is a big shame. You know, and, and a missed yeah. opportunity there. But yeah. it could be limitations of the PSVR, and it could potentially come to PC VR. We just don't know yet. Um, but also, like they mentioned in their review, that there's no way to sprint, strafe, jump, or spin besides short jagged pivots left or right and as you said you know in the menu there is options for smooth turning so it's clear that they didn't explore the settings in the menu thoroughly enough to cover in their review which is a real shame what you you said if they already talk about snap turn then that means that they just went for the basic stuff because when you first jump into borderlands vr uh it's on snap turn so if you if you didn't jump into the menu then Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean with like maybe it was someone who is not that experienced in virtual reality because I don't know does IGN actually cover that much virtual reality only like the bigger titles I think they uh, actually hired uh, David from Upload you know who regularly oh, reviews really? for Upload yeah and I'm surprised that he didn't take this review because you know yeah. obviously he's a VR veteran he would have been perfect for this one so um, it's a bit surprising they didn't choose him and chose someone else instead but um yeah, obviously the review got a lot of backlash from the PSVR community and they've actually since removed the review from their website and took the video down as well. So they're obviously going to 
readdress Revised. it and maybe maybe look into the fact that you know all the settings weren't explored and maybe they'll have an updated review to reflect you know another another reviewer's opinion maybe but um maybe yeah, David will review it after all maybe <laughs> he will yeah but if if you know if you've played this game you know let us know in the comments as well what you think I'd love to know but uh, do you think um aim support will come eventually down the road Nathy or do you think that's probably unlikely yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know. We 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 kind of need to wait for Gearbox. It kind of depends on what they you know if they see value in you know updating it to a point where you can use your aim controller. Mm. Um, I think they're kind of waiting to see how many people you know get into this game and uh, yeah. also if they. I think if they add a multiplayer uh, in the near future, and that could be on PlayStation, that could be on PC. That there will be a lot of people saying like, "Hey, listen, uh, we want you know more controls in that sense," and they might yeah. listen. I don't know, like uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not that familiar with Gearbox in in that sense of like, "Hey, we have a cool idea, let's let's make it happen." If you know what I mean. What mm-hmm. I do know is that when I play Borderlands One, mm-hmm. Two, and also the pre sequel, uh, they were always you know giving away keys, improving mm-hmm. stuff. There's still a big community playing Borderlands. I mean, it's a popular game. Um, yeah. Uh, but as you said, you know, uh, if there is a multiplayer coming, um, then, you know, then there might be some more. I don't think they mm. will, will do it right now. I feel like they they are kind of waiting to see what everyone thinks of this game. Might They might also bring the pre-sequel to VR, who knows, and then add aim support. But it's something you do need to implement uh, in, in, in some way. And it will take some extra time because if you add a multiplayer... I mean, people move their hands. You need to all... I mean, I'm not a developer, so what I'm saying here sounds a bit noob, but it, it takes more time than just like, oh, let's just add an aim controller and but isn't, done. But isn't know? the main issue with Kimbo? The fact that you've got two guns. Like, isn't that the main issue? That's what I wanted to say as well. Like, because with the aim controller, yeah. you take away, like, the benefit of, like, using your both hands to be yeah. shooting. Like, I mean, Doom was Doom was a great example of how that felt feckin' awkward when you thought, I mean, you have your shotgun and you're like, wow, this feels great. It feels really yeah. fantastic with the aim controller. But then we're like, oh, I gotta push a button to, like, throw a grenade <laughs> and it kind of feels, like, <laughs> really lopsided. So mm-hmm. I, I just ima- can't imagine it would translate well, well exactly. unless... Unless the people in the classes in Borderlands, is there any class that is specifically yeah, single weapon, like yeah, sniper? In other words, I don't have make, two guns. make any sense because no. you still want to use two. Uh, two pistols yeah, so or, maybe not yeah, this iteration. I, I, I don't think that that aim control support will ever come just because mm-hmm. of that reason. Because yeah. people are gonna then complain. Oh, but I do. I need. To, can I hook up two aim controllers? Like just imagine. Oh, that would be so, so cool. Yeah. So uh, gamertag VR says that dual wielding is a superpower in Barland. So there is no dual wielding. So technically, they could add it. Uh, mm. But again, you know, it will take some serious time. Is it worth it? I don't know. Um, and also, in terms of multiplayer, I think there's maybe a problem with that you don't see like the hands probably moving. Like, I don't know if you played oh, like yes. a, a multiplayer with the serious Sam in yeah, virtual reality. Yeah, oh, yeah. Your, your character yeah. just like floats yeah. over the floor. Like mm. it's like yeah. I mean, even <laughs> if, even if they, I mean, they they could go for that, and and that yeah. that doesn't really matter as long as you have a you know great experience. I mean, Serious Sam was super fun to play. Also, Payday as well. You know, you can't see the characters actually so, waving to each Minecraft other. Minecraft had that same problem actually for multiplayer for a long time because you know someone would be like you know looking this way. And be like, hey guys, let's go over here. And like, all right. And you start going off that way. And you're like, no, I wasn't looking that way. I was going over here. You know, it's like if, if you don't have that reflection, multiplayer throws in all these other bits. So if I was to guess, it's not a limitation of 
PSVR or the network. It's probably mm-hmm. a resource limitation in terms of the knowledge to develop that and mm-hmm. have the funds to be able to siphon for it. You know, I, I, I do think we will see a lot of changes uh, uh, along the way. And also the, you know, the PC version will be different because uh, the controllers we have uh, on PC don't have that many button combinations as the the moves have. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there there will be some changes because when I you know when I wanted to for example throw a grenade in Borderlands, uh, I was just shooting it out of my body. You know, you press a button and whoop, there goes your grenade. It's not like oh I have a grenade, let's throw it. No, you don't throw it. It's just whoop. But I think that if you play it on PC, I don't think you have enough space to also press a button for that one grenade you have. Um, but yeah, hopefully, like, you know, I want the multiplayer. Uh, for me, it felt kind of strange to play Borderlands alone. At the start, I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. I mean, I have Claptrap on my side and we are mm. on this adventure together. But as you know, you know, uh, later down the road, you need to play alone as well. And then I started to feel lonely, you know. Then I start to get hungry for, oh, you know, I'm driving this car. But what if, let's say, Mike or Rowdy sits on top and has that rocket launcher and shoots and uh, what if I, like, I just found a shield, but I can't take it with me, but maybe my friend wants to have it to equip in his infantry. Yeah. So, I mean, those are things that I love about, you know, Borderlands, that shared experience, looting together, uh, doing side quests together, laugh together, because, I mean, the jokes are great and the, the characters are freaking psycho. And, and, and I mean, the, the jokes are so weird. I love it. But it's just, you know, I would not play this alone. I can't play this entire game alone. I, I just want a multiplayer. And I, I feel like they will do that. And I'm not sure. Maybe maybe on the PlayStation VR, they, they are too, you know, scared to do it. But uh, on PC, I just hope they will. And mm. I mean, on, on Steam and also Oculus Home, they, they will not be very happy if they if they don't. Um, Barlands is a, is a multiplayer for me. It, it doesn't feel the same when it's a single one. The thing is... I'll just, I'll just underscore this for PSVR players. Couch co-op, right, where both players are in the game is, is a big thing. And, of course, we all want the ability to play multiplayer over the Internet and all that. But having a, a mate sit on the couch while you're playing single player and you're laughing about it and they're seeing it and you're in it or whatever, you swap turns, that's still a pseudo multiplayer experience. And that's why I think that it will succeed in that package with Beat Saber because they give you – you know, the thing that you can tire yourself out with and then something that's a little bit higher edge that you count as familiar. So honestly, it's actually helping to sell Beat Saber because if you have never seen Beat Saber before, you might actually be buying that that package to pick up Borderlands and and then mm. you get Beat Saber and you go, yeah. holy shit, this is what yeah. VR is? Bloody yeah. hell, guys. You know, I mean, that, what a package. No, I, I, I do agree with you, but still, I mean... Taking the multiplayer out of uh, Borderlands is yeah. is a big chunk of the pie, and that's why I think also the yeah. the, the reviews so far are pretty low because that that's one of the reasons why you mm. you know play Borderlands. And you know in the chat this is this is kind of funny, and I had the same issue, and I thought I was the only one. Uh, GamerTag said that every time he entered a, a menu in Borderlands, he accidentally threw a grenade, <laughs> and. I was doing the same thing all the time. And I was like, maybe I'm just stupid, you know, because I don't play that much on the PlayStation VR. I maybe play on the PSVR once a week. So someone who's playing the entire week will not just accidentally throw a grenade, I thought. But he also did it. And he's like a, like a guy who's only playing on yeah, the you know, PSVR. So, and, and, and those kind of things uh, pretty much prove that how they designed the way you use all these buttons together does mm. not does not really work 
because yeah. you don't want to throw a grenade when you're in the menu because the moment you do it, you're like, oh, I see it right there and now I need to get out of the menu and then run for my life because otherwise I kill myself. And and that's something I had too. Yeah, I was constantly pressing the wrong buttons when I wanted to, you know, snap turn. I was throwing a grenade and when I uh, did want to throw a grenade, I was uh, jumping instead. So I was like going all over the place with my controls. So, so with that in mind, and obviously, you know, if people have just maybe read or watched the IGN review and seen this like atrocious score, mm-hmm. do you think that score is justified or do you think it is a better game no. than, than no, IGN have made it out to be? Not, it's not a three out of ten. Uh, I have not seen their video, so I don't know yeah. what they said, uh, but it's not a three out of ten. I think it, it's around a five, a six, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um because I, I, I do think that the multiplayer will bump that up. Plus, you know, hard-wise, control-wise, stuff like that needs to be improved. Yeah. But, you know, let's yeah. say if you are a PC player and you are like, oh, I can't play this right now. I think you're kind of lucky because now they can figure everything out, patch it, and then the PC version might be better. It depends. Yeah. You know, we have never seen uh, uh, Gearbox dedicate themselves to VR, but... I have some good feelings about them as a as a developer, you know, as a company, and and the, as well as a publisher. I think they they will you know address some some issues. On the multiplayer as well, we got a comment from uh, Paradise Decay. Uh, oh, Mike could be Natey's fat trap. Ah, uh, clap trap. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Petey. Cheers. Well, if if they if if they do bring the pre sequel to uh, VR, like in that one, you can. You know, you can play as Claptrap. I actually played as Claptrap with Farpax back then, uh, yep. and it's it's really funny. Uh, it's 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 amazing. So that explains you know, the oil stains. Yes, exactly. But you know, if you if you like a cartoony shooter and you 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 want to have like loads of content, I think it takes you around maybe thirty hours to finish this one. And I played around fifty five to sixty hours because there are so many side quests, and you keep on going to Moxie's place too like gamble with your money i mean that's something that never gets old and and just you know in general this the story of this this title is amazing and uh, you know even that there is no multiplayer with all these characters around you interacting uh, uh with you uh, it, you don't have to feel alone all the time it's just when you run around through that wasteland it's like i could use a good social conversation right now with someone next to me because that's how i always played borderlands you know with a friend and just you know uh, talking about all kinds of stuff while playing the game it's one of those games that you know you can chit chat about life and just grind in the meanwhile get some nice loot and you know yeah so Okay. Yeah. yeah. But not nice. a three out of ten for sure. <laughs> not a three out of ten. <laughs> no, yeah. No. So there we have it. That's Borderlands uh, to on the PSVR, and like uh, you know, we said it's going to be coming to PC in around five months' time. The months, PCVR, yes. uh, PSVR window of exclusivity is five months. So um, let's move on to some other quick news then. And uh, next up, it seems that Christmas has come early for Beat Saber players, as yesterday uh, the Beat Saber team released a new free track on all platforms. Uh, the new track is by a band called Noah and is called One Hope. And it's available for free right now. So you can just check it out on any platform. I got to play it out this morning before the show. And uh, yeah, I think it's pretty good. Uh, it's definitely growing on me the more I play it. Uh, at first, I was a bit like, it's a bit of a different style because it's more of like a kind of a rock heavy track with a kind of lyrical background. Um, not quite the the bassy hooks of the Yaroslav Beck tracks that we know and love, uh, but it's cool nevertheless. And I'm glad that, you know, we're all getting it for free. Um, I actually ranked number 10 on uh, playing it game 
playing it on hard this morning. What? So, uh, you know, yeah, I, I don't think many people have played it then. So I'm sure by the end of the day, oh. I, I'll sink I'll sink back to the depths where I belong. Um, but, I was um, number one for such a long time, back for when, before anyone played it. Before it was released, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I was we like had a, early access to it. I was yeah. like in a demo build, I was number one, you know, there was no one else who could beat <laughs> yeah. me. It was like a local high score board, by the way. <laughs> yeah, just screenshot it while it lasts. Um, but yeah, it's cool to see that, you know, we're getting still free tracks over time. I think everyone who owns the PC VR version right now is still yearning for the, the PSVR exclusive tracks, particularly the, uh, the one called unlimited power, which is my new favorite, which is the one that goes, you know, <laughs> we should play. Zebra. We're playing beat saber. <laughs> yeah. I love that track. Um, so yeah, uh, just before we move on, uh, also some interesting stats about Beat Saber on PSVR that mm. was shared by the Beat Saber team via a tweet this week, and that is that it was released on the 20th of November and then was the most downloaded PSVR title for the whole month of November, yep. uh, which I don't think necessarily is a surprise, but I think it will be interesting to see who wins next month in terms of December sales now that Borderlands 2 has come out. I wonder if that'll take the crown, but uh, we'll we'll find out. Mm. Um, so the next bit of uh, news we've got uh, before we move on is that Facebook and the Zenimax lawsuit after four long years is finally over. <laughs> uh, Zenimax, uh, if you're not aware, is the parent company of Bethesda and id Software. Facebook obviously owns uh, Oculus. Uh, but if you're not aware of what happened, let me give you the very brief lowdown. Uh, this whole debacle started uh, shortly after Facebook acquired Oculus in 2014. And the lawsuit from Zenimax alleged the misuse of intellectual property relating to the founding of Oculus. And basically the crux of their complaint was that uh, ID co-founder or id co-founder, John Carmack, uh, developed software whilst working at id and then carried that software over to Oculus when he started working for them. Um, the judge in the case originally awarded Zenimax $500 million in damages to be paid by the defendants, which obviously include Facebook and some of the Oculus co-founders. Uh, that figure was later uh, appealed and reduced to $250 million, which is still a big chunk of change for any company, <laughs> even Facebook. Um, but Zenimax uh, even tried to halt the sales of Rift completely yeah. at one point, uh, but thankfully that was quickly dismissed. Otherwise, I think you know that would really uh, put a, a nail in the coffin of Oculus, and who knows where it would have been right now. Um, but thankfully, uh, both parties this week have now settled uh, and ended the litigation in an undisclosed deal that happened privately between them uh, prior to the appeal being heard at court. So... Um, we had a statement from Zenimax CEO Robert Altman, who said, we are pleased that a settlement has been reached and we are fully satisfied by the outcome. While we dislike litigation, we will always vigorously defend any infringement or misappropriation of our intellectual property or th by third parties. Yeah, makes sense. Um, Facebook also commented on it and just said briefly, uh, we're pleased to put this behind us and continue building the future of VR. Mm. nice well there's so, a good end after all like everyone happy. i think so yeah i think so yeah i think it's good uh because you know with this kind of thing dragging on and you know we had it with bethesda re releasing titles on steam vr that obviously weren't compatible with oculus and you know it was kind of a little bit of a mud throwing contest but yeah i'm glad that it's kind of over now and everyone can kind of just move on and just focus on uh what they need to because it must take a tremendous amount of resources from both parties uh to to get involved in something yeah. like this including money as well but for so, a uh, situation that's uh you know still in code situation this is kind of what 
I expected it to settle at. You know, at some point, someone was going to hand over cash because from all of the uh, all all of the different um, what do you call it the printouts from the the court sessions that they had where Palmer Lucky was giving, uh, John was giving, you know, their testimony. Um, it certainly seemed like they took a big chunk of code and brought it right over to Oculus, and that was de- developed on time. So it, it seemed only fair that there was going to be a payout at some stage. I'm I'm personally glad that Oculus haven't been dented in the way. You know that that in a public, publicly facing way, they've got obviously the the hit to the bank. Um, but I, I have to concur with what you were saying, Mike, in terms of it could have really derailed them in the early days yeah. of VR. No, nobody wants that in the industry because it it doesn't help. It only hurts. And um, you know, shame on them for if the, if that's what happened in the end and what they did. But uh, it's still a success story in the end. I think for both companies. And I have to say that I don't think that um, Zenimax have Done, a, done the wrong thing either going after them lawsuit wise i think they should have and and i'm glad yeah. they're getting a the payout for it do you, do you think they only handed over money but also that they maybe own a percentage of you know the because i mean it's coming from them so it's like the rifts are getting sold and we, we really don't know yeah the deal was undisclosed and i don't think we'll yeah. ever find out so it could be like if someone buys a, a rift then zenimax also gets a Stops. little bit of that because i mean it's it's their technology yeah. as well uh, Could if well you want to know the best path, right, is you you, <laughs> you hunt down John Carmack because he's definitely going to know the outcome of this at a bar at OC6 and just get him drunk. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's going to have a lot of interested people. John, you're having a John great Car- OC6. John Carmack himself uh, actually sued Zenimax uh, as well as a counter sue oh. because yeah. apparently they owed him money uh, in relation to the franchise of Doom, uh, apparently, so oh. uh, over the id software. So, it, you know, it, it was kind of a lot of lawsuits going on at the same time, but that's been resolved as well now, apparently. Talking, talking about Carmack, um, he uh, DM'd me uh, when he saw my tweet about my Oculus Go, uh, and uh, it's fixed. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he well, uh, he he wanted to have my serial number, and he was looking into the stats and stuff like that. And then, like this, this guy's a magician. Uh, I mean, he fixed my computer. <laughs> I mean, he, he fixed my coffee he, machine. He, he my my, my the, refrigerator wakes up with me when I wake up in I the mean, morning. The, his yeah, code is just magic. He he yeah. built the Go after all, so he knows everything about it. But I'm yeah. I'm so uh, he was super helpful, and uh, I was like, you know, I'm just gonna give him the serial number. I'm not gonna, you know. Uh, say too much here. Let him just do his uh, thing, and uh, yeah. So now, uh, now it's working again. It's, 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 that does you scare got, me you... a little bit. <laughs> Scares me a little bit. It's like I'm just gonna hack in here, go, and anyone else well, just go on the planet. I don't know. I don't know what stats he, he can see, but he was uh, definitely interested in you know how hot it yeah. got and, and stuff like that. How, yeah. how hot it got? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, what kind of websites <laughs> no, you not, been visiting with your goals? Not content wise, just you know on the. <laughs> Yeah. He's like half hours in a web browser. Nathy, Nathy, Nathy. (laughs) Half an hour, that's a long time. Uh, (laughs) You said two and a half. I was like, there's no friggin' way. Two and a half hours. My my standards are a bit different. Sorry, guys. You certainly got the VIP, uh, you know, service there. You know, you don't get yeah. tech support from John Carmack every no, day. I, so no, nice I, work. I was surprised. I was surprised yeah. too. But I, I thanked him for helping me. As like now, I can finally, you know, continue making videos with the go. And uh, yeah, so yeah, awesome. <laughs> people are asking uh, in the chat, uh, uh, Nathy, when you say uh, "let's go," is that a reference to how hot it will get? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay. I have no. No comment. Let's go. 
So the final bit of uh, news this week before we move into the releases is just a public service announcement that, again, I've reiterated this many times, but again, I want to reiterate it again, that you can get a free VR game today. Uh, Subnautica is currently free to download and own forever uh, from the new Epic Games store. Uh, You can download the game for free up until the 27th of December, and then they're going to be swapping out for another game, which I think is Super Meat Boy, but obviously that's not VR uh, compatible. Um, But... Subnautica works in VR. It is gamepad only, so just be aware of that. Some of the UI is very clunky, but um, as we know, Zim is uh, you know a big fan of Subnautica, and uh, you know you you said it was like one of the scariest games in VR, right? Yeah, I mean, you look at it and you go, oh, "This looks so pretty. It's going to be so nice. I'm going to have like Pokemon in the underwater, and then all of a sudden, something with teeth comes at you, and you're like, oh my god, Bulbasaur, what did you eat?' You know." So. <laughs> So it's well worth downloading and checking out, yeah. especially for free. Oh, like, if, you, know, you can't complain about that. Yeah, I think Does if this... you don't do it, you're going to be kicking yourself later. Yeah. Does this mean we, we will soon have a new PC Master Race uh, Lord? Uh, is this going to be, you know, Todd Sweeney, our new, you know, Emperor? Could be. Our Lord, new Lord, Sweeney, Lord Sweeney versus Lord Gaben, you know, uh, in the should lightsaber battle it out, you know? I mean, as, as a peasant, I do want to thank him for Subnautica. <laughs> the peasants, thank you. <laughs> yes. Guys, uh, I need to head on off. Uh, okay, yes. Thank you very much for joining us, Rowdy. Yes. Um, uh, thank you for joining us for this part of the show. And uh, yeah, you'll be back next week. It's just that you have to run off to an appointment. So we yep, all understand. Indeed. So everyone say goodbye to Rowdy in the chat. Give him a little wave. Thank bye you for bye. being here. We'll see you next week. See all you right, later, cheers. dude. Bye-bye. Um, so now we're going to hand over to Zim this week to cover the game releases. Oh so you don't have to listen to my droning voice the whole show. This is um, new. I like So it is. It is. It's a new segment. We're just trying something out. Um, so, you know, Zim gets some sort of, you know, airtime and he can talk about the new <laughs> releases and the things that you should be checking out in the metaverse uh, coming out next week. So uh, take it away, Zim, whenever you're ready. Excellent. And thanks. I was just trying to, um, I just realized I'm like, God, I've got like six things to do right now. Rowdy had to go just then. I've got to update his image on like all these different scenes and he's got a lovely smile on. We'll just uh, focus on that for a minute. But I'm going to start off um, by asking you a simple question before I mention my first topic here, uh, which is about VR chat, which is, can you mm. remind me? I've actually forgotten. I think there's a part of my brain that has compartmentalized it and uh, stuck it in the memory drawer with January 2018 uh, memories. What was what were all the popular memes with VR chat? I'd just like to remind our audience of those things. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> like the knuckles, the, the, the news. The knuckles was was clearly the most popular one. You know, do you know the way? Uh, was was super popular, um, and then it just kind of spawned into loads of other ones like uh, Swole Ben. Um, you know, from from like uh, Star Wars. You know, uh, you know Ben Solo. Uh, you know, Swole yeah. Ben when he takes his top off. You know, he was there was like legions of Swole Bens running around. Um, it was just like basically flash mobs of any sort yeah. of character was a big my, meme my, in itself. My favorite one were the the the, the cat band, and then make music together. The cat band, yeah, I, they were like, great. I was like, and I was just joining everyone, and you were just looking in the mirror, you know, making music and. Oh man, God, good yeah. times. You, you, you guys, you guys have such like better. The only thing I remembered was like the, you know, are you the commander and uh, do you know the way and all yeah. that. Like that, that was probably the only thing that I caught. But all the things you just mentioned, I never there, understood those. There was so, so anyway. much more. There was so oh. much more. It was a meme yeah, fest. So, 
and it continues to be, I think, because they've got like more than a thousand worlds you can go into and all these characters. So if, if you didn't know what VR chat was and you happened to miss that boat, let's say you got a headset in the last six months, you could have missed the whole VR chat spike. Uh, VR chat, I would have said last year, around about this time, maybe a little bit month later in, in, in January, more than more than December, um, you know, was the hot title. Uh, in VR. It was all over the place. All the big names were doing it. People were getting popular on YouTube and Twitch, um, you know, just just ro- just rolling VR chat. And it's just now dropped on Oculus Store. Uh, so what does that mean? That probably means a little bit improved performance. It does come with a patch and they have um, dropped this patch as part of their Unity 2017.4 update. I had a look at what that means and it was a lot of dev speak and um, it looks like performance optimization primarily that goes hand in hand with that. Uh, but there's a fresh rebranding across their existing storefronts. They dropped a new trailer yeah. and uh, that's pretty much it. So if you didn't get a chance to jump into this kind of social experience, I'd say now's probably a pretty good time because I'd say it's cooled off a bit from where it went a bit yeah. nuts last January. <laughs> a bit crazy. Also, yeah. one, uh, the trailer gone, you see gone, right now, uh, that's the old one. That's not the new one. That is not the oh, new okay. trailer. No, I was rolling the old Apologies. one. Apologies. That was my fault. Um, <laughs> but something I just wanted to quickly mention about uh, VR chat is that because Oculus has started adding these kind of uh, in-home items that you can unlock for spending time in game. So like if you spend time in super hot, you un- unlock a big red uh, enemy character. I'd love it if you could unlock a, 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 a you know, a little knuckles oh, and same. just put them in your, in your, in your room. That Mike, would just be, I, I would go back and play Mike, it for that very reason alone. Like Mike was obsessed by this knuckle uh, creature. And he even bought, like he had a t-shirt he was wearing. I had a t-shirt. Had, I, I thought he had socks too. I Like I can't remember. And sometimes when we were like months after this, this meme happened that we played like a multiplayer, he sometimes just had to, like, like bring up this this dead meme of his, but I wouldn't know, let that, it die. That's the beauty of VR chat. You can become the meme. You can become a meme yeah. if you want. Uh, that's that's amazing. Oh man, that was so much fun. Gentlemen, please join me here in song. but you know what would happen Uh, like there'd be so many oculus homerooms from your friends where you teleport in you turn around and it's just a sea of them like looking up at the knuckles yeah staring that'd be brilliant anyway anyway so that was uh oculus oculus home's release of uh of vr chat so uh do do give it a shot try it out and uh report back next week so um, the next thing I wanted to cover uh, is Shattered State, uh, which ah. is a really interesting game that when I first saw it, I, my brain went, Black Mirror! Um, and, and there's a whole bunch of different uh, BBC-constructed shows, which this seems like. So it's, it's, it's a political thriller VR game. Uh, let me run the uh, let me run the trailer for you, so you get a little bit of a snap on this. Unfortunately, it's only launching on Daydream, which to me, when I saw this, was no. Because yeah. I really, really um, I felt the same way. Have appreciated Supermassive Games' previous games. They've they've launched a whole ton of things, actually. So they're one of the more. Um, I don't think I would have recognized their name per se, uh, but they've done they've done Tumble VR, which I think was their first uh, PSVR title. And they did Until Dawn: Rush of Blood, which I rate very highly. Um, and I think Mike, you've got that yep. coming up in your list of things to do. Um, yeah. The Impatient and Bravo Team. So they've had a kind of like a a funny wave of things coming. But this yeah. uh, this title. Is a really interesting looking thing, um, Shattered State. So it, basically, you're sitting in what I'll call the kind of the oh, I hate to use his name, but the Trump seat. You're sitting in the driving seat while mm. a nation state is 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 running into trouble, and and you actually get you know certain information fed to you, and you have to make decisions. So it, to an yeah. extent, to me, this is kind of like a VR choose your own adventure 
um, where that narrative and the path that you're taking on that tree differs. Uh, the end-to-end playthrough time is supposed to be somewhere between kind of 40 minutes and an hour, depending on how quick you're making decisions and, and all that, which paths you, pay, you take. But it's meant to be uh, quite varied in terms of the way it, it turns out. But to me, it, it certainly sounds like an intriguing uh, type of game story and, and something that I kind of wished, um, you know, that, mm-hmm. that other uh, kind of short that we saw recently, The Great Sea, I kind of wish they mm. would, those two would have a baby because I'd love a game like the great sea with that depth story depth, um, you know, mm. with, uh, with decisions actually in it, not just watching it. So great sea mm. is kind of a flat narrative and this thing looks pretty enticing. I don't know. What do you guys I mean, think about it? Usually like daydreams, like a springboard towards, you know, other uh, devices. So I, I think it will, it will happen. It's just that this, this could be their comeback in a way because Bravo team was like a disaster. Mm, uh, it was it's unfortunate that game for sure um but the second i saw this trailer i knew i'd love this game uh you know i'm a big fan of like papers please i don't know if you've ever heard of that one uh in the chat but um you know that kind of like you know you're involved in the story it's very kind of political you have to kind of steer the narrative a little bit but this kind of looks like you know you're you're you've been giving this information like you said zim and you really have to make these like critical decisions that not only affect you but the nation it seems <laughs> uh so it's a huge responsibility but it looks like a lot of fun so i really hope this comes to the go you know it'd be perfect fit for that headset and like nathie said you know these daydream titles do tend to gravitate uh, gravitate towards the go eventually so hopefully fingers uh, crossed a little bit the heavy heavy rain stuff again where you know you make a decision and it has like a big impact and you need to try to sometimes use your emotions to make your choice and sometimes you need to be you know strong level-headed i have to sacrifice some some people now but (laughs) i mean we gotta save the world so yeah Yeah. no i uh, i think that's 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 fun yeah I kind of love a twist Definitely. on this title. There was a game called, I think it was called Plague or Plague something. Yeah, um, Plague with the, with the virus. Yeah, with the it's virus, virus where you're basically trying to kill humanity with a virus, that with a viral outbreak. So I'd love if there was a dev out there who was willing to go on the dark side of this and uh, and do it the other way around. Instead of saving the world, you're trying to take down the world. It'd be kind of fun to do oh, that. Oh, you play like an evil villain. Yeah, yeah where you play an evil villain. It could be DLC. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. I gave you a freebie. Um, so this game is uh, it has actually already... Uh, sorry, we've, we've got this uh, launched for eight pounds or or eight forty nine dollars, which is uh, not a bad split, to be honest. That's okay. Um, and as I said, about a kind of an hour long or so that you can expect it to be. So there you oh, go. That's awesome. on Daydream if you happen to have one. I've actually never tried Daydream. Have you, lads? No, no, no. I would be intrigued to try one out though. Um, you know, maybe I would. I quite kind of like the idea of having a Lenovo Mirage solo mm. to check out. Um, but I know they're difficult to come across nowadays. So that one, uh, that one was an 11th of December launch. Uh, we've got another one as well. So we're going to talk a little bit about, about a title that um, Rowdy was speaking about playing uh, last week to launch it again on the yeah. 11th of December, which is uh, a real BS game. It's just total BS. Sorry, I have to keep plugging this joke, but Blade and Sorcery, uh, which is a gladiator title. Um, and this game is, again, similarly, uh, I like the pricing on this one, the difference. Uh, so it's, uh, it's, it's basically $20 US. And uh, fifteen fifty or fifteen forty nine in pounds. So again, on that one, we're getting a little bit better on the FX rate change. Um, but this game is a gladiator. What can I call it? You know, it, it's like it, a realistic version of Gorn. <laughs> exactly, it's like a realistic version of Gorn. I love, I love the way they were like they were saying if you if you ever wanted to be in a pit of men throwing knives at people's heads, this is the game for you. Um, so it really does. It does. It does look like that. Um, I think. I think um, from Rowdy's gameplay as well and his impressions that he gave to us, I'm quite keen to check it out because Gorn Gorn is quite cartoony 
and I do tend to be more of a simmer than um, uh, than somebody who likes kind of the cartoony stuff. But talk, so. looks really good fun. But for but you know the, the environments that they have in it are quite varied. Um, look look more so than, than than going that way. But it's quite a as Mike said, kind of a realistic gladiator simulator, and um, not a bad price. You know, that's a very uh, that's a very yeah. that's a very decent kind of starting point. Um, so I think that's probably have either of you guys actually played it since. Just curious. Uh, I've I've never played a uh, Blade and Sorcery, no, but I am looking forward to checking it out. Um, I do like the you know like when Rowdy discussed it last time on the show that it's kind of got these nice physics to it that you can actually you can actually stab someone, which is kind of intense, but it oh sounds interesting. Yeah. But you can also like Sorry, I'm you, can, you, you can also parry and and you know those kind of um, you know physics work well in the game so that's kind of what it makes it interesting for me to check out not so much that i want to stab people but more to play around with those physics you know and see how they react well he said there was uh, a looks, kind of a, cool. a resistance kind of like what you have in um uh, in, in in red matter where you got that resistance to movement right. so when you're putting a spear through somebody's head which i was just cringing at um yeah you know it, you actually feel it so the, the final yeah, little quick piece of uh, release news i was just going to mention here um is one other uh, one other little bit and it's for my psvr buddies so uh, firewall is dropping its uh, third dlc pack and they have kind of redone their store to look all christmasy and things or sorry they're um, the lobby where you're where you're queuing up uh to look christmasy details are going to be dropping uh over the course of the next week and um the thing that i liked the most from this news was uh, other than the yes it's another you know free dlc pack dropping um it's they've got a way to deal with afk players and with that oh. in kind of quotes i can only think that means mr knifey knife is coming out and uh, you have you have an ability after a certain amount of time probably to take out other players which would be lovely wow that is interesting yeah, yeah. so so what was the problem that people were just dropping out of games and then they were stuck in in as a character in the game and then you couldn't complete the match or yeah more 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 walking away from their gear or whatever i mean like you know just 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 being afk so or af oh okay af oh okay yeah okay okay that makes sense okay nice well thanks for doing the releases this uh, week zim i really appreciate it and uh you know maybe this will become a regular feature for you i, I hope so because it kind of takes the load off me a little bit I'll be happy and it's to nice do to it. hear yeah, someone else fun. talk about games for a change it's, 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 it's nice gets it a nice mix um well it's, so- it's nice to to get some 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 other platforms i mean I mean, uh, like, like you usually bring only Oculus stuff. I mean, people. Call, oh, you I know, see. Uh, I see. You're gonna, so you're now gonna we now we have someone that brings them. some uh, some. No, it's <laughs> a joke, but uh, it's it's nice to have like a different uh, approach to that. Yeah, totally. Mix like it that. up a little bit for yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Um, so we're probably going to have to cut it to one topic because we are running out of time a little bit. We're already running a little bit we late. But, now. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about the Odin, I think, and then I'll carry over and talk about the neurable emotion analysis next week. It is a very interesting topic, but so I really do want to give it some some time to talk about it. And I think it's an interesting one for discussion as well. Um, but let's talk about the Odin then, because that's kind of one of the big hitters in terms of news this week in terms of hardware. Mm. And it's a new headset that's coming from a Russian-based company called Deus. Now, although you may never have heard of Deus, they've been making headsets for a while now, actually, in Russia, and they produced uh, Odin development kits over time, and they're refining the development kits to this new uh, headset that's going to be launching. And they've also made one that's really interesting called the Svarog, I believe it's called. And it's a headset designed specifically for military applications, and particularly Mm -hmm. as remote drone piloting headset, 
which is crazy. So um, <laughs> super interesting company that have been developing headsets for all sorts of applications. Um, but their new headset is going to be called the Odin Pre, uh, and it will support the SteamVR uh, content from the platform. So you can play SteamVR games with this. Um, it's called the Pre as it is a pre-release version oh. and it isn't the final version yet. So a bit like the Vive Pre when that first came out. Yeah. Um, but Road to VR got some specs from the company, which states that the headset will feature an LCD panel uh, and a resolution of tw- uh, 2160 by 2160 per eye, which is much, much oh. higher than the Vive Pro, which has a 1400 by 1600 per eye panels. So almost almost double the resolution of a Vive Pro, which is pretty impressive. And how does it compare to like a Pimax? Well, in terms of uh, field of view, it's still uh, the 110 field of view that we know and love uh, from Rift and Vive. Mm. Same refresh rate at 90 hertz and uses for now lenses as well. So many similarities to what we currently know. Um, but like I said, has this really high resolution display, which means that it's likely that screen door effect will be dramatically reduced to the point that you probably won't even be able to see it. Um, interestingly, they're going to be releasing their own proprietary base stations and controllers, mm-hmm. which won't be cross compatible with current Steam VR base stations or controllers. Okay. So that means you're not going to be able to use your Vive base stations or Steam 2.0 base stations or the Knuckles controllers, which will be coming out soon with this headset. You mm-hmm. can only use their proprietary base stations and controllers, which is kind of bad, uh, I guess, for gamers that kind of want to mix it up a little bit, especially with the controllers coming soon and the Knuckles. But it does have a benefit in that their own base stations, which they refer to as the Horus base station, um, has a wider tracking system than the Vive one in that it can cover 200 square meters with just two base stations, which is super impressive. Oh, my God. Um, Jesus, the lasers. The lasers, Mike. Jesus. <laughs> 200 know, meters. Right? That's, a, that's a huge. That's like, that's a that's a pitch. Like, that's huge. That's oh my crazy. God. Crazy. But also they're saying that you can use infinite amounts of base stations for, you know, worldwide tracking, essentially. So, you know, this this is great for, you know, the military training aspects, which they're clearly marketing uh, this headset for uh, and VR arcades as well. Um, Now, their controllers uh, look like a hybrid of the Oculus Touch kind of grip with the, the ring as well, the, the, the sort of tracking ring, uh, and the Vive ones because it uses a touchpad in the center. Mm-hmm. Now, um, although the headset is mainly targeted at enterprise and clearly government military applications, it will be coming to prosumers uh, potentially next year. So the Odin Pre is set to launch in February 2019 and will launch around $300, uh, $1,000 uh, for the headset. Mm. And at first, it'll only come with a single three degrees of freedom controller. Uh, it will then later uh, come like launch with the six degrees of freedom uh, controllers around the summertime. And that will be more aimed at sort of consumers and real high end enthusiasts. Wow, that's weird. That's really strange. That is like, a strange. Like, yeah, it's, it's just like, I mean, I know you probably don't want to launch a headset without some uh, some engagement in terms of you know, being able to interact with things because you wouldn't think about it. Think if you got to go or, or any headset right these days with no ability yeah. for input control, but I still wonder like, would a gamepad not be better, you know, than because that's just a weird thing to give a proprietary three DOF controller with a high yeah. def headset. What are you going to play on that? Like movies? 
And I think this is this is clear, you know, like it, it really there really are targeting enterprise and government applications rather than gamers. But I think they're they're adapting the, the headsets initial vision for gamers because they obviously see that's a market as well. Mm. Um, you know, because there is a lot of interest, of course, as we know, with the Pimax, Xtal and Starvia, there's a lot of interest from the the, the, the VR community over these like high resolution headsets, yes. higher wide field of view and everything else. So, um, you know, it is kind of smart for them to uh, say that this is coming for consumers as well. But it is kind of a weird approach, like you say, that, you know, to launch this amazing high resolution display headset with just a three DOF controller initially. Okay. I think they just want to start to start selling it up front and then yeah. you know, people invest into it and then uh, they can upgrade it later. You know, you can already have the headset and then, yeah. I mean, if, if still, if you, if you play with that three DOF controller, you're like, whoa, this resolution, this is amazing. Then you mm-hmm. want those controllers and base stations as well, or Horus stations. It's weird though. They call it Horus stations. There's like that one game we played. That is yes. called Downward Spiral, spiral. or yeah, Station. station. Like, yeah. So basically the story of the game is about <laughs> some sensors. What? Yeah. That's weird. For some reason, I just got to highlight Nathie's shirt. It looks a little bit communist to me. I, I don't know if it's meant to be, but this was perfect uh, for the, it's probably California, is it? And this is California. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why the bear and the, the red star kind of looked a little bit. That it's way. a communist uh, Californian shirt uh, or something. It. I don't know if, they, uh, if that's a thing, but it's nice. <laughs> So the, the company, Deus, they state that the final version uh, could implement eye tracking and uh, the virtual link connector, which we've discussed previously on yep. the show before. Oh, yeah. uh, but they haven't confirmed it. It's just kind of like a you know, a nice to have potentially in the future. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. That's what that is. That's like, oh, we could we could have it bolt all this cool stuff on it later. You know, anything's possible. Yeah. I don't know. I, the, the one thing I like about it is it's a very Russian headset. It's like the military purposes, the way they're marketing it with like hot babes, like it, just this whole thing. It's like, it's, it's very kind of a very proud Russian like headset. I, I like that. I like that there's a Russian competitor in the market now. It's the Zangief of HMDs. Yeah, it's super interesting. I, I love the fact that we've got all this competition in the marketplace yeah. now. It's really spicing up. And like we've said before on the show, you know, it seems like we're talking about a new headset each week. Oh, yeah. And like, I think next week we're going to talk about another one, like the Varo with this bionic display next, and, next and year, talk about like- that. Next year is going to be the the war of the headsets. I think there will be a, a headset that will join, you know, the the the, the big boys. It's oh yeah, for sure. Now like a Chinese headset, we have a Russian one, we have an American one. I mean, everyone is like yeah. playing. Yeah. Where's stuff. the German headset? I want a German headset German. out there. I want the German headset, call, please. Call call Fudu. Fudu uh, will know about it if it happens. It, yeah, because you know it'll just fucking rock. You know it'll be like the specs will be awesome on that thing. Well, wait, like, wait a second. I think isn't the Extol a German one? It's from Prague. Oh okay. Yeah. Check yeah. check is good too. Like. Yeah, check is They're, good. Yeah, 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 they can yeah. join in 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 that lineup too. No, the Eastern European yeah. blocks. There's strength there, you know. And There's I just no, I want to see something come out that from that. The UK really also doesn't have their own headset yet. <laughs> like we not. We will suck. <laughs> Please do not. We're not big enough. Sorry, sorry, Sim. I can't play with you today. I have, I have a I have a Holland headset. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I can't uh, play this game now. <laughs> yeah, I can just imagine what that would do to you. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the British the British version would just be made of tea and biscuits. So that's oh. basically what it would be made of. Oh, um, God, that sounds so, good. So uh, if you're yeah. at CES uh, next January, uh, you can check it out in Las Vegas because the company is going to be there demoing the headset uh, with the controllers and the base stations at CES. So uh, I know a few of our colleagues are going to be there, so maybe they can check it out and report back their findings. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, so- so yeah, that is the Odin Pre. So let us know what you think in the comments. I'd love to know Odin. your impressions of this uh, Russian headset. Um, Just give like me I said, a beautiful idea for Christmas, by the way, Mike. 
Sure, go for it. Yeah. You know how people usually build gingerbread houses? I'm going to build yep. a gingerbread HMD, you know? Oh, you got to do it. Headset, you know? And yeah, totally do it. that. Wear it and then too. you got to wear it and then eat it straight afterwards. That's a good reason to make a wide field of view one because then you can eat more. Uh, <laughs> good point. That is an excellent point, Nathy, for sure. Um, so and also yeah, add like a breakout box and a computer too. I so want this to be a competition now. Like we should, I, maybe this year is too early. <laughs> Where next year, okay, I'm, I'm giving you guys a year to prepare, right? Okay. We all make gingerbread VR headsets. I kind of like competition that. Competition and uh, live on the podcast, they have to. Rate. I, I look forward to Nathy's uh, gingerbread Tesla suit remake. All <laughs> 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 you know, the ads, yeah. like these great yeah. actors just stacked up, like exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so let us know if you've got any questions in the chat, and we can answer some questions at the end. But like yeah. I said, we're gonna we're gonna drop Neurable and talk about that next week. It is a really interesting topic, uh, all about sort of controlling uh, VR experiences with your brain power alone. So super interesting. So make sure you stay tuned next week for that because uh, it's gonna be super interesting. And then um, yeah, ask us some questions, and I'll round up the show times again. So just a reminder: it's a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show live streamed every Saturday on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. You can tune into the show live at seven PM in europe 6 p.m in the uk and 12 midday in central us you can also check out the audio version available on itunes soundcloud on anchor so fire away nathy if you've got any questions in the chat from our lovely viewers well according to eric there is a german headset uh, oh some oh. some clone of the acer uh, windows mr uh, hmd oh okay uh, i don't know um it's not made out of uh gingerbread though Nope. No, so I, I have to disappoint you. Um, and then someone is asking, uh, what do you think about the Elysium VR project? Anyone familiar oh, with that? Amazing. I almost co covered it in the news this week. There's a, um, so Elysium is a, it's like an MMO with a real economy world market. It's like a small town. kind of looks a little bit like, um, what was that zombie, uh, Undead zombie game. I can't remember now, but it, it's a bit um, cartoony. The graphics are kind of low poly, um, but the okay. idea is you've got weapons, you've got jobs, you've got money, um, and it's just kind of an open world uh, MMO. Okay. And it looks like it could, uh, if it gets some decent traction, they're quite a fair bit off of their backing. I just checked they're, they're under 2000. They need 35K to, uh, to get backed in the next like 35, 40 days. But Elysium, okay. everyone, if you're a you know hot-footed backer, Go check it out because it is an interesting idea. Okay. So one, one question I have about Elysium, does it use blockchain technology as the backbone? I wish it would, Mike. I wish it would. Okay. Because uh, it, it kind of sounded yeah. like one of these projects that is like, you know, we want to be the new Oasis, you know, like Ready Player One. We use blockchain technology as the backbone. And it seems like as soon as someone says, I use blockchain technology as the backbone, I know almost instantly that this project's going to die <laughs> because I don't think I've seen any successful ones uh, out of all the ones we heard of last year. Yeah, I don't remember reading that. But um, the, the only thing that, that, that came to mind when they were like, oh, it's dynamic economy. I just remembered back, if anyone was a Counter-Strike source player, at one stage around Christmas 20, God, 2012, 2014, I don't remember, um, they introduced a dynamic economy and the price of the Desert Eagle shot up to like five or six grand, which is normally wow. $700. So like wow. guns were based on like supply and demand and it just went nutso. So anyway, that's, what, that's totally what I would expect from Elysium's economy. 
So now, so that, so that, you know, the the answer is to jump in now, buy everything while it's cheap, and then resell it later on, flip Flog it later it on later. for a profit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So apparently, okay. uh, Mike and I are uh, trending on Twitter because they posted an image of us too, <laughs> and this is it. Okay. Oh my it's, days! Uh, it's it's us together. It's kind of hard to and see, fat, but and fat trap. Yeah, and together. then it says, uh, "Stop touching me, Mike." <laughs> uh, yeah, this is this is getting into the realms of this kind of fan art of like uh, Jack Septicai and Markiplier. You well, know, that's kind of it's weird. Just an image for now. It's not a story. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Very strange. Apparently, that's what we do in our free time. Um, yeah. Then, um, then we don't really have anything else. I do want to add to your, uh, you know, like blockchain technology. You know, it's still tricky. Uh, I do think like Somnium Space is doing very well. Um, I don't mm. think they are using it in the way you have seen in the past with projects that failed. Um, but they, you know, they have an economy too. And um, yeah. you can build like land or like buy land and then build something on it. And I mean, it, it, yeah. it's it's slowly, you know, happening. If you do it the right way and you are transparent, then I think uh, you could actually, you know, build your own little oasis. But, you know, having yeah. to say like, I'm going to be the next, uh, That's that's a bit too... Uh, uh, I think much. the problem was a lot of people used it as a buzzword in the early days. You know, VR and, and blockchain were such n- new emerging technologies that combining them both seemed like a good idea, but it just was destined for failure. But yeah, Somian Space is really interesting. We're actually going to be talking with them on the 27th of December yes. uh, live with uh, Vivian, who's going to be hosting the show. Um, me and Nathan are going to be part of it as yeah, guests. And Vivian's going to be asking us questions, uh, you know, which is going to be oh. super interesting to be on the other side of the table well, I receiving thought it was the karaoke. Question. I thought we were just going to sing some <laughs> Christmas songs, but apparently we're going to have a serious talk. Okay. Well, I think they're going to be very disappointed if you turn up and do that. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, but anyway, uh, uh, let's let's end the show there. Then, yeah, you uh, should, thank you, you for everyone that have joined us live and interacting in the chat. We always really appreciate you guys and girls uh, coming by and, and interacting with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you guys and girls have enjoyed this episode. If you have, let us know in the comments. Leave a like, leave a review on iTunes, and uh, we will see you next week at the same time. So, until then, have a great week in the metaverse, and bye bye for now. Bye-bye. bye bye. Peace out.